This week, we need to talk dads, how a vampire becomes a princess, and what does your blow-up doll look like? (laughs) Good morning. Good morning. How are you today? I'm great. How are you? I am so excited because we have quite a number of listeners now. We had no listeners, and now we actually have listeners, and I know that because we got a great, amazing shout out from my friend, Jen Sherman, who's a Peloton instructor who has all these followers. And she gave us an amazing shout out last week. And now we actually have some major listening going on. As I can't the, believe people are listening to me. I love as it. of this morning, we, have, we had over 1,300 downloads of all of our combined shows. So welcome to all of our new listeners. Yes, I'm so excited welcome. to have you. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers, everyone. So fill us in. What's in the cup today? Well, happy Father's Day. Happy right? Father's Day to all the dads out there. Happy Father's Day to all the dads. So in honor of my dad, I am drinking his favorite drink, which is a vodka gimlet. Oh, now I have no idea what a vodka gimlet is. Okay, so courtesy of Food and Wine, right? Okay. This is their recipe. <laughs> it is vodka, roses, lime juice. Okay. Uh, ice, you can have it on the rocks or not on the rocks. So I am having it on the rocks with a twist of lime. Very simple and refreshing. Looks vodka delicious. Gimlet. So cheers to all the dads. Cheers, cheers to, to all my the dads. dad. Cheers to your dad too. Speaking of the original king of Staten Island, my dad. <laughs> I did watch The King of Staten Island. Thanks. And listen, okay, you're welcome. But I will say this. No one told me about Steve Buscemi. Like, love him. He was in it. I told you nothing. You told me zero. Right. So I love Steve Buscemi. I love just seeing Marissa Tomei's face makes me smile. My favorite line of all time, any movie, is Marissa Tomei, where she says, oh, yeah, you blend. Like, that's my favorite line. So, like, just seeing her makes me happy. So, I mean, she looks incredible. She looks incredible. So all of that was great. And, of course, I like to see my favorite Staten Island establishments, you know, Danino's, which is some of the best pizza out there in New York, 1937. It was when it was established in Port Richmond. So shout out to Danino. So, you know, all of that is great. But he's, <laughs> listen, this guy, Pete, Pete Davison, I don't know how I feel about him. And not only that, he's not the original. Like, he's not the first person to tell a story about how you grow up in Staten Island and you have your dreams and you want to leave Staten Island. The actual original is a man by the name of Jerry O'Donnell. Have you ever heard of him? We're, we're definitely not talking about Jerry O'Connell, right? Not O'Connell, O'Donnell. Okay, then no, I have never heard of Jerry O'Donnell. <laughs> Jerry <laughs> Sorry, O'Donnell. Jerry. <laughs> Jerry O'Donnell made a movie in the 90s, and it was called Sleeping in a Dream. Okay. And it was the same concept of growing up in Staten Island. He was a comedian. He was trying to get his life together. His parents wanted him to get a real job and not do all these other things. And he wound up pursuing his career and pursuing his dreams. And he's now the security guard. Well, he's had many roles, but he's now the security guard on Billions. So it's Sleeping Within a Dream. And you could watch it on YouTube because you know why? They just had the, like over the 20th year anniversary. So it was like been re-released. And I think you could watch it on YouTube. So Pete Davidson is late to the party because Jerry O'Donnell (laughs) was the original. I mean, the original still my dad, but the original leaving Staten Island story. So everybody should 
tune into sleeping in a dream. And now you could see him on, if you don't know who Jerry O'Donnell is, he's one of the security guards on Billions. Okay. Are you watching Billions this season? We haven't really talked about Billions at all this season. You know, I love Billions. Yeah. But I have, I think I'm up, up to like episode two or three. I had to get back in it. Billions is one of those shows that I absolutely love and I watch every week. I totally don't understand what the hell's going on most of the time, <laughs> but I love so many other things about it that I keep watching. Now, this guy, Frank Grillo, who I absolutely love from a show called Kingdom, he's in it. And uh, Cece Sabathia was in it last week. I mean, he's, he's got nothing to do. He's free right now. So he's he free. made a little guest starring appearance, but the show's so good. And yet I have no idea what's going on in it. So Feel free to explain it to me when you're up to speed. <laughs> I you have know, no clue. I am obsessed. I don't know if you've heard this story, but there's a woman by the name of Denise Schull, and she is a hedge fund performance coach. You know, I didn't even know they had such a thing, but apparently they do. Okay. And she says that she's the inspiration for Wendy Rhodes. <laughs> she says that? Yes, that's what she says. And I guess she's tried suing billions in the past. And she's, I, I'm assuming, looking for some type of compensation. I don't know. And they basically have been throwing it out. Is she, do it. Is she the inspiration because of Wendy on the business front or the S&M part? Because well, if she's willing to admit that. the fact that that's how she can prove it's her because she also does S&M. It's funny you say that because she is the inspiration on the business front. And now she's saying she's been traumatized because people are also asking her <laughs> about s and like, But the best part now is that so they keep throwing it out of court. But the reason why I'm now obsessed with it is because in an episode in May, they're saying it was May 24th. I got to go back and look at it. But I, I do know the dress they're talking about because I did see a picture of it. Wendy is wearing a navy blue pencil dress with a asymmetrical neckline. Yeah, yes, I know. I remember that dress. Believe okay. it or not, my bad memory, I remember the dress. Okay. Well, apparently this Denise Schull wore that dress last year <laughs> in 2019. And now she's saying that not only is Wendy that the inspiration, like she's the inspiration for Wendy on the business front, but now Wendy and Billions is stealing her wardrobe. Let's be clear though. It's the business and the fashion, but it's not the SNL. Apparently, it's not the SNL. And now Let's we be need. Clear. To, I think what we need to do is we need to see Denise in the dress and Wendy and see who wore it best. Oh, I would yeah. like that. I think I that's love what we need who to wore do. It best. Honestly, Denise, listen. I'm sure she's very talented, <laughs> but maybe her billions just need to pour it out because I don't know what's happening. <laughs> I don't know or if happened. anything, she should throw some ravioli and get over it. <laughs> get over it. <laughs> anyway, we need to talk Love, Victor. Yeah. You watched Love, Victor this, this week? I did. You know what? I forgot that it was coming because I think if we knew it was coming, we probably would have discussed the fact that we were looking forward to it. But we totally forgot it was coming. And here it is. It's on Hulu. Ten episodes, half hours, really quick. And I was really in love with the movie Love, Simon. I loved it. I think I've seen it 10 times. So looking forward to Love, Victor. So the premise is that Victor and his family moved to the same high school that Simon graduated from. And right. He, and Simon's now this famous guy in school. And Victor corresponds with Simon and, and is kind of going through the exact same thing as a new person at Creekside High School. So I was really excited for it. I 
quite frankly, was a bit, I don't know. I thought it was a bit cheesier than the movie. The movie was so cool and groovy, and I thought the show was a little on the cheesy side. I did finish it. I finished it. I don't know. I, what annoys me about these shows, I think, is that I feel like nothing really happens, right? And then at the end, a bunch of things happen, and now I have to see, wow, are they going to uh, pick it up for season two? Who knows? Could be one and done, love, Victor. And now I don't know how anything ends. Well, the question is, do we care? No, I guess not. I really no, like, not really. I really don't care. I do have a couple things I just wanted to mention. Number one is the kid that plays Victor, I saw that his name was Michael Cimino, so I thought he was the deer hunter Michael Cimino, maybe his kid or his grandkid. No, no relation whatsoever. So well, that's it would have to be his grandkid, I would think, right? Yeah, well, but Michael yeah. Cimino, the deer hunter guy, never yeah. got married, never had any kids, so couldn't be his kid. So that's number one. Number two is, did you recognize Mia? Little quiz for you. Did no. she look familiar to you? No. Who is she? She is young Beth on This Is Us. Oh, awesome. Yes. Juicy, right? I, I liked her. She's so pretty. So pretty. Mia. And yeah. she's really good as young Beth. And I thought that the guy that was played Felix, I thought he, for, for like two episodes, I'm like, that's not Shawn Mendes, is it? I, I know. It was Shawn Mendes. Same I know. hair, same kind of look on his face. It's not. It's a guy named Anthony Turpel. And then two other things. One is Nick Robinson, the original Simon, not aging so well. You know, I have a confession. I never saw the movie Love, Simon. I know the premise of the movie and I know the guy. And so I was looking forward to Love, Victor because I know, you know, I know the story, but- Nobody can see my face right now, but- I know, I know, I know, I know. And actually, you know what though? You would love the movie. You would Actually, I think that I'm going to go and watch it because I didn't really love Love, Victor, but I think now I'll enjoy You'll Love, Simon. Love, Simon. Yes. Yeah. But I, I agree with you. never saw it. Oh, my I, God. <laughs> I agree with you. He's not aging very well. He's not aging very well. <laughs> you wouldn't even know. He was super cute in Love, Simon. No, I do know what he looked like oh, in okay. Love, Simon. Yeah, yeah. But he's and not aging very well. The last thing about the movie that I just absolutely loved was, hey, hoarding now is – I was like, yeah. wow, hoarding is getting That made me too. uncomfortable. That made me uncomfortable. But when is hoarding someone's secret? Like it's ne- it never gets showcased. Right now, hoarding's on the back burner. We got so many other things going on in the world. Nobody cares about hoarding anymore. But hey, hoarding got a little showcasing and I was very excited by some hoarding. <laughs> I mean, that's nice. It's yeah. nice. Okay, that's all you I know, have to say about <laughs> I will tell you who is aging well. Gwyneth Paltrow. Which you must be choking right now because I know how much you cannot stand her. I cannot stand her, but I have to admit that she she's good. aging very well. Well, she's taking goop vitamins. She's using, you oh, know, whale please, sperm please. on her face. But- Who knows what she's doing? <laughs> but The Politician dropped season two, right, on Friday. So that's why I, I talk about how good Gwyneth Paltrow is. And she wasn't on the last few episodes of season one. So I was kind of happy that they brought that character back because I didn't know how that was going to go. She's back in a bit. I mean, I finished the whole season and you I won't did? Say, I did. I finished. I won't say anything. We could talk about it next week, but she has much more of a role in the entire season this time. I only saw episode one and I I've got it. no life and you have way more of a life than me, but I enjoyed it. 
I enjoyed episode one. I was happy with the way they I'm picked things I'm not going to say anything about how I feel right now about the show, but Rich has been sick all weekend. He has a cold, not COVID. And uh, so I've just been doing nothing but watching stuff. So I finished. Well, I was happy with uh, episode one and I'll have to go back and yeah, watch let's discuss it the next rest. Week. But Satch, you, you don't sound very excited, but I'm excited. And that was, that was Friday. How many episodes in this season? 10. Okay, so 10 episodes, Netflix. Speaking of Gwyneth Paltrow, oh, so annoying. I can't even take it. So now she has a new candle that she's promoting. She's promoting oh, yeah. Right. yeah I'm, I'm going to get this for you for your birthday. It's called This Smells Like My Orgasm. Well, remember, this is the second in yes. a series because first it was This Smells Like My Vagina. Right. Now it's This Smells Like My Orgasm. And in case, you were wondering, <laughs> in case you were wondering, it is grapefruit, neroli, which I had to look up, some type of oil, and Turkish rose, just in case you were wondering what hmm. the scent of the candle was. That's very interesting. I wouldn't have a clue. I hate the smell of grapefruit, and I hate grapefruit. Well- I'm already out. Don't even get the candle. You don't want <laughs> This Smells Like My Orgasm. All right. No. So annoying. If it has anything to do with grapefruit, I'm done. Speaking of annoying, but I don't know if I really think it's annoying, but what? I know you don't like her. Kristen Stewart. Oh. oh, I know. See, you making that sound. She is going to be Princess Diana in the new movie. Okay, that's which I, ridiculous. Why is it ridiculous? Because vampires can't be princesses? I don't understand. Why do you even like her? I don't even understand why you like her. She's I got don't puss on her face at all times. She was the worst person to play Bella in any of my Twilight movies. She was horrible on Saturday Night Live. If you hear her on an interview show, she is a friggin' wet noodle. What on earth do you even like about that? My point is this. She's I no Diana. I don't dislike her. I really have no opinion. So I felt like, okay, so why everybody's getting all up no, in arms about it? You're saying that vampires can't be princesses. Not this one. She was a terrible, first of all, she was terrible in Twilight. Terrible. She just couldn't even, I wish I could even act as bad as she could, as she actually. And she cannot be die. No way. Well, apparently you're not alone because everyone's saying that it's a terrible casting It's a decision. terrible idea. I don't know. I think it's not just fair. as bad as the idea of her being Bella in Twilight. But that's not till now. So it's titled Spencer. And I don't think it's not till 2021. So right? maybe someone will change their mind and put someone else in that role. No, she's casted already. Oh. No changing their mind. Well, look. whose decision was that? Don't. I, don't, I don't know, but they're getting a lot of heat for it. Good. I hope they do. <laughs> I really don't like that idea at all. And know. you're cranky. And we had no housewives this week. No, no housewives. housewives. Everyone's off. Everyone's on summer vacation. Right. And now the late night shows are going off. No Jimmy, no Jimmy, all these Jimmy problems. I got nothing. That's why I'm trying to find things to watch. I'm trying to find things to do. I'm practicing my cornhole. I'm doing anything I can. I'll tell you who's not on vacation. Soap operas. So soap operas, who luckily had a lot of, I guess they have a lot of episodes in the bank, so to speak. So now they're starting to film again. And The Bold and the Beautiful, which is not one of my soap operas, right? Okay. I watch Days of Our Lives, but I feel like The Bold and the Beautiful is going, everybody's going to follow what they're doing. They're filming and they're using blow-up dolls for their love scenes. I think it's genius. You don't think that's genius? First of all, no one has to diet anymore because they're just using a blow-up doll. <laughs> I, I didn't know this. If oh you gain God. some weight in the COVID pandemic, who cares? We're using a blow-up doll. 
That's hilarious. That might get people like me to tune in who have never watched soap operas in like 25 years. It's brilliant. I can't even believe that. So they are not on summer vacation. Nope, they're blowing up their dolls and doing love scenes. And the question will be, can we tell the difference? Can you imagine, think about if you're one of these actresses or actors and you're on a diet constantly and you're so nervous about your close-ups and after all these years, we're going to use blow-up dolls. (laughs) I never had a diet. I didn't have to worry about my tanner, my bronzer. Nobody cared because I could use blow-up dolls all this time. Dude, my blow-up doll would be so hot. Like, (laughs) so hot. My blow-up doll would be so hot. It was so good. Yeah, I don't know, but more to come. But I think that- I Wait, mean, I, so you're a Days of Our Lives person, so that's Patch and Kayla. Are they still alive from back in the day when I was in college? Are they still on the show? Everyone's alive. They die and they come back. That's the beauty of it. Patch still wearing a patch? Yeah, of course he's so wearing a patch. So his blow-up doll will be wearing a patch. I mean, amazing. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so I feel like in honor of Father's Day, because we did say this last <laughs> so week, funny. I think. We'll go from the love scenes to the uh, Father's Day. But in honor of Father's Day, <laughs> I feel like we should talk about the best fathers in TV and the worst fathers in TV. When we talked about what we were going to think about for Father's Day, I, who are my favorite fathers? Who are the fathers that are the worst fathers? Who would I want to be my dad? I know that I've been thinking about it all week. So I have a little bit of a list to be Ah, oh, you love a list. What I do love you got? a list. You're going to tell me who you're... Favorite fathers are or your worst fathers? Let's go with the worst first. Okay. I like okay. that. So I think I'm going to say, because I, I haven't till right now, I'm looking at my list and who I think is the worst. In my mind right now, the worst father that I can think of is Logan Roy from Succession. Do you watch that? Of course. Okay. He's got to be the worst. And then second would be, I mean, Logan Roy is a real, he likes to really F with his kids' brains. He likes to screw with them intentionally all the time. He has all his kids by the balls so yeah. and they know it. So they're all walking on eggshells. They all don't know what to do without his acceptance, permission, mm-hmm. but he uses it and twists them against each other. It's just, he's awful. But the other one that's just as bad or maybe worse is Olivia Pope's dad, Eli Pope, Mr. Pope. From Scandal. Oh, he's, he's evil. A, he's evil. And but he drinks know. good wine, though. So I love that. He does. I mean, yeah. they were always into the good wine. Yeah. But you can't. What's just, his name, even? I don't even remember his name. Mr. Pope. I like to well, just call him his Mr. Na- Pope. His name is Eli, but he had a. What was, what was the real name? You know, I don't like know, but I Command. Forget. He was Command. Oh, Command. He was Command on Scandal. I have a bunch of other ones, but. I don't know. Those seem weak. I got. I have, you don't watch Game of Thrones. See, I threw out my Game of Thrones because you don't watch Game of Thrones, but there are dads on Game of Thrones that are the worst dads on the planet, truly on the planet, but you don't care because you don't watch that show. I mean, you don't think Walter White from Breaking Bad is a you bad know, dad? I mean, a he's a meth dad. addict. Well, no. No, not. meth dealer, meth dealer. But remember, he got, okay, yes, awful. Oh, but he got into the whole business. Because he was trying to provide for his That's family. right. No, okay. well, his in- he had good intentions. He had good I mean, intentions. Things changed along the way. But it started out, how am I going to provide for my family? I'm dying. How am I going to provide for my family? So you can't say, I mean, yes, he turned out to be an evil killer and a meth dealer. But he did have good intentions. You don't think Don Draper... From Mad Men as a bad dad? I mean, he doesn't even remember he has kids. He has no idea he has kids. 
He has no clue. He's a shitty that dad. He ever had a kid? He, yeah, he's pretty Definitely shitty dad. Not. Yes. I mean, he's the. But I, these people you know, are terrible. also back in those days, did oh, anybody? Stop I mean, stop it. Stop. <laughs> what about Dexter Morgan? He cuts oh. people up. <laughs> but only bad people. <laughs> <laughs> he's got somewhat of a moral compass about his killing. Tony Soprano. Oh, R.I.P. Tony Soprano. Oh, he's yeah, a he, bad dad too. He, he was. He, I gotta say, he was not a good dad. No, not really. No. Who, who's on your good list? Oh, my good list. Well, my favorite dad, I think, of all time, is oh, it's such a. It's hard. Is Zeke Braverman from Parenthood? Oh, good one. He, good one. So he not only was he a good dad to his children, but we got to see that his kids turned out well because of what kind of a dad he was. And he continued to be a great grandfather, yes. you know, throughout. So I, whenever I used to watch Parenthood and we would get a Zeke moment or just a great conversation that Zeke had with his kids, I would just be like, God, what I would not give to have a dad like that. I, I think that's a great one. I would say if you're looking for the moral compass of dads and what was great about Zeke was he knew he made mistakes. He knew he wasn't perfect. And he used his imperfections to help his family be better. So I, I just love that guy. Again, I have a list of really awesome dads. And we could also go on the controversial side back in the day of Cliff Huxtable, but we won't even go there. No. He was a great dad. Yeah, great, great dad. dad at that time. So the nice part is I have a much longer list of good dads than bad dads. Yeah, I have the opposite, but all right, that's my personality. <laughs> I like Tom Bradford from Eight Is Enough. Oh, he was a good dad. Right? Yeah. And I'm so sad because I still can't find Eight Is Enough. I would love to binge that, but I love Tom Bradford. He was, and, you know, and it was hard for him. He had eight kids. Eight kids? That's ridiculous. Right. He wins right there. Yeah. You know who else I have, I was thinking of, and who I love is Tony Danza from Who's the Boss? Oh, that's Such a, a good, good dad. One. He was a really good dad. I and know. a really good cook. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I'm I'm glad that your good dad list is much longer than your bad dad list. Me too. It would be really sad if it was the other way around, but <laughs> there were a lot. Cheers to all the dads. The good to dads. all the dads. Yes. We love those dads. We love them. I think we should do an FMK on the bad dads. Oh, that's a good way to end right? our week. Yeah. Let's do that. All right. Okay. Let me think now. So oh. we're only going to do bad dads. So let's say Don Draper. Okay. Oh, I hate him. <laughs> Plus, let's I also say- cannot stand John Hamm. So both, I hate the real person and I hate the guy. Let's say Mr. Pope. Okay. And let's say Tony Soprano. Oh, my God. So, okay. Let's go over it. This is FMK, right? Oh, my gosh. Tony Soprano. Okay. Don Draper. Yeah. Mr. Pope. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. This is tough. This is really hard. What do you do? Okay. I think I automatically kill... Don Draper, because I just cannot stand him. You can't stand like you don't like John Hamm. I don't like either one of them. Oh, I love John Hamm. Okay, so you kill Don Draper. Yeah, but I'm and I really don't. I'm scared to sleep with Tony Soprano because I think he'll kill me. (laughs) 
<laughs> I mean, I'm a small person. I think he will just crush me. And then all the sweat and the, gr- I just think that that I cannot, but if I marry him, I probably also, and also he's in the mob. So if I marry him, I'm going to have to, at some point, well, no, I don't have to sleep with him if I'm married to him. No, I just have no to marry said him. that. You just okay. have to marry him. So I'm going to, I'm going to marry him. Plus, let me tell you something. Marrying Tony Soprano, you're going to eat well. I'm going to eat well. Yeah, that's I'm, important. I'm going to be able to have all the things I want. Yeah. We now know that he dies. So I'm going to be a healthy widow. So you're going to kill Don Draper. You're going to eat Tony You're going to eat great meat and cheese with Tony Soprano. I'm going to drink wine and F and be terrified of my Eli Pope. So you F Mr. Pope. I F him. Okay. And have a I, glass of wine after. Or maybe before. Yeah. So I think I got I think I have to do it. Switch it up. Okay. I don't agree. <laughs> I have to. I have to f Don Draper. I mean, John Hamm's hot. You're crazy. You like him. I don't yeah, like him. love him. So I have to. And then, unfortunately, I have to kill Tony Sabino again because he's already dead. So I got to <laughs> kill him again. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So I have to kill him because I have to marry Mr. Pope. We are going to drink the best red wine ever. Right. My Barolo is going to be amazing. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. That's what I do. And you're, you are a lover of red wine, yeah. so it makes yeah. a lot of sense. I don't yeah. drink wine, so for me, I got to go with the food. So that was a good one. I like it. Very all right. Good. Very so good. to all the dads and to our Aunt Mary Kill, have a good week. Have a good and, week. And uh, talk to you next week. Talk Love to you ya. next week. Love you. 